Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. I am your host, Frank Pador, and it is uh, it is April 30th, 2022, last day of the month. Yes, it's a Saturday. I do apologize. I'll get to that as to why the podcast did not come out on Friday like the title suggests, but honestly, I've, I've done it quite a bit now, so uh, the podcast will come out, I guess, sometime on the weekend. But... Hey, another week, another week, another, another seven days of, of life, of events, of circumstances, of good things, of bad things, and meh things. But here we are, and here we are to uh, just commingle, to um, just vent, to uh, be able to talk openly and honestly, not only me to you, but I hope you to me. Remember, you can email the podcast at fsofpodcast at gmail.com. Send me articles of interest, uh, topics of interest. Uh, just want to say hello, say hello. And of course, you know, add reactions if you want to to the podcast or whatever. And if any of that happens, it might just be said or read or uh, might even make a full episode out of it. Again, fsofpodcast at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. But another week has gone on by, and like I said, a bunch of events may have happened. And I hope that those events which have happened to you have been more good than bad. Unfortunately, I don't think any one of us can have a perfect week where nothing bad happens. To prove my point, I can't even recollect a time which that may or may not have happened. Which, which probably just means that it hasn't. So there's my point. So I hope you had more good than bad, which I can explain a little bit of that for my week, how there were some good things and there's some bad things and you just got to keep trucking through it. You got to just keep going no matter what happens, because the other option of just not doing anything or, uh, giving up it's it's an option but i don't think it's the best option and honestly i don't think it's the option for you either i think you are strong and you are capable and whatever negativity may have occurred this past week no matter how scarring it may be i know you will get past it and i know you will better yourself as a result so take that as you will i hope all of you have had a lovely week as we go on to May of 2022. So, as always, as is commemorative, I have a little shot here. So, here's to you, here's to me, here's to the podcast and episode 30 of the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. So, cheers. Also, please know, that when I do record these podcasts, <clears throat> they are done in the evenings. It is currently 5.16. Or if you're military time, it is 17.16. So I'm fine. It is appropriate for me to have that shot of gin. So I don't... Here's why the episode didn't come out yesterday. Is because I didn't have anything planned. I didn't really have anything in which to be able to talk about other than just giving you a lengthy week update, which I suppose suffices as an episode of this podcast. There's no 
there's structure to this podcast. There is a introduction, there's the update, and then there's the main topic of discussion. It's a three-part podcast, essentially, thus far. And as of yesterday, there wasn't really a third part in which to go on. And there's vaguely one here. I don't have a main topic. I have, like, an update of something that I was uh, almost obsessive about uh, in earlier and previous episodes. And then one which is, like, kind of of interest and brings to light, you know, things. A couple of things, at least. But if I don't have something that I feel is, like, worthy, potentially, of bringing onto the podcast as, like, the main topic of discussion, then I kind of feel like I don't have anything really to bring forth to you. Which, I guess, is just me wanting perfection a little bit. But, of course, I know perfection doesn't exist anyway. This podcast is basically just made for me to be able to ramble and use my voice in a different format. So, you know, there's that. Yes, there is that. The podcast where all I do is just talk and ramble in an empty room with a microphone on. Isn't that all of us, though? <laughs> Everyone who does a podcast, isn't that basically it? Oh, speaking of podcasts, though, um, I actually have a... Here, here's my weekly... Uh, yeah, my week update. Um, and it is going to cover quite a bit, because I guess quite a bit has happened to me, even though it doesn't really seem like it. I don't know, I guess things go fast. Anyway, speaking of podcasts, I do have to actually give a shout-out to a podcast who inquired my professional services. For those of you, I know this podcast is hosted in the state of Indiana, as many of my listeners may or may not know, I'm actually from the state of Illinois. I was born and raised in a northwest suburb of Chicago, where I uh, lived for 21 years of my life before moving out and moving to normal Illinois, where I then began my college career. Well, I say college. I, I moved out of my folks' place. How about that? Okay. All right. So... This podcast is actually hosted by, or co-hosted, I should say, by one of my uh, old high school buddies. Uh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying his name, but I never asked his permission, so I won't even say his name. What I will say is that he contacted me and said, hey, I got another, I got some more work for you. I'm like, okay, cool. What is this work? He says it's personal. I want you to record our introduction for our podcast. Like, awesome. Absolutely. We agreed on a price. I went to work, sent off some samples to him and his co-hosts in order to be able to, <clears throat> for them, rather, to uh, listen and select which one is best for them. And they have selected that, and I've listened to the final product. You can listen to it, too. The podcast is the Bear Down Chicago Report. Bear Down, Bear Down Chicago Report? Bear Down Chicago Podcast. Let's see. Bear... Uh, dyslexia. Bear Down Chicago... I want to say it's podcast. Let me just double check. Uh, yes. The Bear Down Chicago Podcast. <clears throat> you will know it's the right one. The Bear Down Report, a Chicago whatever let's see bear down report chicago bears podcast that was their previous one they decided to go ahead and scratch that begin from new 
and then they created the Bear Down Chicago podcast. So, I did their introduction. That is my voiceover whenever you listen to it. So I will go ahead and promote the Bear Down Chicago podcast. Check them out if you're within the state of Illinois or if you're an NFL fan or a Bears fan or you want to know if the Bears are going to suck this season because I know they're like still going through like drafting or whatnot, right? See, it just goes to show how much I actually pay attention to sports. But <clears throat> check them out. Their first episode came out two days ago, I believe. It came out on Thursday. But yes, please um, check them out. Uh, I will leave a link to the description below. Uh, It will be, let's see, it looks like they're found on RSS, which means they're found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, probably Google Podcasts. But yeah, the Bear Down Chicago Podcast. God, these weather fluctuations, the phlegm is horrible. Absolutely horrible. So that was something which was cool and exciting to be able to do a introduction for a, uh, a podcast. So that was thing number one, which happened. Thing number two, which many people who follow my Twitch account, twitch.tv slash plays, I haven't been streaming as much. And the reason why I haven't been streaming as much is because I have a full-time job. Uh, I'm, an ins- I, I'm an insurance producer. You know, life, health, casualty, collision and the state of Indiana. So, uh, work has been busy. Training has been long and it's still going to do. Uh, I am not fully licensed for casualty and collision just yet. I am still trying to, uh, I, I attempted the exam, the state exam once I didn't pass. Unfortunately, I missed it by 6% of qualifying. So I'll be doing so again, I imagine, sometime this week. Uh, Probably Friday. I'll have to talk to my boss. Anyway, so I've been just... It's a small team. It is literally five of us. Well, six, technically. One of us is remote. But it's just five of us in the office at all times running this business. And I'm a part... I'm one of two... I'm literally half of the sales team that I was hired on to. So there is a lot to learn not only policies of this company, not only uh, rules and regulations, but there's just a lot of information concerning policies, uh, concerning what specifically we're able to offer, concerning, like, let me, let me tell you this specifically. There was a, uh, a present client of ours uh, who's been with the company, uh, the insurance company for years, like, a couple of decades, but insured by our specific location for, you know, a good amount of time, I would say. But he came to us and he, uh, I picked up the phone and he said, yeah, so I'm just kind of shopping around for uh, property policies for a church. What can you do for me? Like uh, a church? I put him on hold. I'm like, hey, so uh, he's shopping around for policies on a church. Where do we proceed with this? And luckily I'm with very experienced individuals and they were able to like start hashing out a couple of things, but it is situations such as that. And that's just one of the situations. So it's a very slow and drawn out learning process. They said that, you know, to be quote unquote, fully trained for someone could take up to six months just because of all the policies and regulations and processes and 
what have you. So I've been doing that and I've been <clears throat> clocking in at nine and getting off at five thirty and have an hour lunch. Like it's, I, I literally have my own desk. Like that is my desk. So it's very different. I've never had a position uh, of this before. I've done, God, what have I done? I have been a cashier on many occasions for, uh, my first cashier job was with TJ Maxx when I was 16. I've worked for Circle K, I've worked for a couple of universities, I've handing out programs, setting up rehearsal spaces. I've worked for a couple of golf courses, actually, one as a caddy when I was young and the other one as just a groundskeeper. I worked in radio for over two years. I was a pizza delivery driver. Like I, I've done a lot, but I've never had an office job before. So this is, and, and especially in insurance, that's, that's different. So I've been busy. I've been tiring over this job, uh, adjusting to the new schedule of waking up and when to go to bed. So I do plan on streaming video games more. It's just, it's going to be sporadic and it's a result of the job and my own restlessness and just having the energy to be able to sit down. It's like, I understand where you're coming from. Some people are probably like, well, you just sit down, you play video games and you talk like that doesn't sound difficult in that retrospect. No, it doesn't. However, I don't want to just sit down and play video games and talk and have so little energy or enthusiasm. We're like, where I basically literally say, I'm going to play this game and I'm not going to say a whole lot. You guys do whatever you want. That's, that's not the type of stream and quality that I would want to provide to those who come and follow and subscribe to my humble little channel. As I stand currently, I have 77 followers and three subscribers, which is fine, which is great. It's more than what I ever expected. But if any one of those individuals, of those followers, of those subscribers do come and watch, and for anyone who just pops on in and is like, hey, what's up? I don't want to be like, I'm tired and I'm not talking much. I'm just playing a game. That's not what people come for. They want to be engaged by their, by their, uh, by whom, who, whom they're watching. So I don't want to have, I don't want to be the streamer that's literally, you can see my face, you can see my camera and my image, and I'm just, I look like a corpse that's just propped upright with a controller in their hand or my keyboard. That's not the quality stream that I want to provide. So while I'm adjusting to this job and the demands of it, I will eventually be getting back to hopefully, you know, two to three streams a week. It's not going to be the five. I can guarantee you that, but just a couple. So there's that. The job has been fun. I enjoy my coworkers and I enjoy my boss and I enjoy the work that I do. I just wish I was a little more useful, but I can't be a little more useful until I get my licensing period. So, um, uh, until then I can at least say that I have a job, I am earning money, and I am learning. I still need to fit in there somewhere, you know, the ability to be able to go and work out and lose this quarantine COVID-19 pandemic weight, but 
in due time, in due time. In addition to that, there was a little bit of worry uh, within my family. Uh, dadism, my father, was hospitalized for a couple of days, I guess, uh, some nights ago. Uh, he saw his vision go from color to turning gray twice in one evening. Went to the eye doctor. Eye doctor said, you may have had a mini stroke, go to the ER. Now they went to the ER, and after a couple of nights of staying over, I think it was a couple of nights. Maybe it was just one night. No, I think he was over there for two nights. Anyway, after a bunch of tests and this and that, they are inconclusive as to what it could have been. They have discovered that he has a hole in his heart, which may or may not have contributed to the possibility of a mini-stroke or potentially a blood clot behind his eye. Who knows? They recommended a follow-up, a second opinion to the Mayo Clinic. So, I remember my mother correctly, or my father correctly, when I called them last night, they said the closest appointment they have isn't until August. So what the hell? But in the meantime, my father knows what he has to do. He has to take care of himself, exercise, lose weight, etc., etc. His bad cholesterol needs to lower. You know, the man's in his 60s. So we all have to take note of, like, I'm 30 right now, uh, but... I need to uh, probably I need to take care better care of myself as well, and that will happen in due time. Again, once I get everything like worked out schedule wise, like I'm okay, my body is acclimated to. This is when I wake up. This is when I go to work. This is the work that I do, and the stresses which may or may not come through with that work, and get off work so that I can go ahead and stream or uh, eat healthy or go on a run or a walk or just right after work go to a gym i have no idea the money hasn't rolled in yet for me to be able to make those decisions just yet but when it does maybe you'll be able to see more of me i'm not sure so he's home now he's fine for the most part he's unhappy because he has to take medications like an old man which i suppose is something that i never actually considered of my father uh he seems to be someone who is not comfortable admitting that he's um like him taking these pills and having to take these pills for you know his cholesterol and his blood pressure and his what have you like he does not like that idea at all he's very unhappy with it so it makes me think that my father is someone who's just not happy with you know being weak not helpless he knows what he can do for himself and he plans on doing so because he's forced himself to have to do so but i don't think he likes becoming more fragile becoming weak which <clears throat> is going to happen to all of us eventually i suppose so there is there's that He's home, he's safe, that's what matters. And he's already caught up with his work, even though he missed two days of work. So, yeah, my father is proficient with what he does. Other than that, the last thing that I really have to say as far as my week goes is actually today. Today was another um, audition that my agent has set up for the other talent of the agency, including myself. Turns out that this one is for uh, Ford Modeling. Yes, I auditioned 
for Ford modeling. I haven't heard anything as far as a, a potential callback just yet. If I don't hear from them by the end of, or if I don't hear from my agent by like the end of Monday, then I don't think anything's going to come of it, which is fine because it's Ford modeling. They focus on models. She did say in my agent, did say in one of her emails that, yeah, they, you know, models and model actors, you don't want to miss out on this audition. But honestly, to me, I like this audition was okay. I use this audition for the sake of additional experience for just auditioning. It wasn't necessarily for, um, <laughs> for getting selected or being a model of Ford modeling, which I'm sure would be fine. It's just, that's not where my interest lies. I my interests lie in, you know, um, in acting, in voice acting and narration specifically. So, um, I did it. It was good. It was fine. I waited longer than I was, ex uh, I wasn't expecting to wait so long. I, uh, normally when I do these auditions, I'm like, I'm with, I'm within the, like the first 10 minutes of being selected in order to do my, uh, my monologue and my slate. And for those of you who don't know, a slate <laughs> is when you walk into a room, you know, post pandemic or nowadays virtually when it's your turn to go ahead and audition, you slate and a slate is you say your name and who you're represented. And sometimes you need to add additional information such as your height, your age, and potentially where you're from. In this case, it was, what's your name? Who are you represented by? What is your height? And what is your age? Normally you don't have to do your age unless you're, uh, under the age of 18. But in this case, probably because it was Ford modeling, they wanted to know everyone's age. The height, I also understand, because modeling. So I waited like 20, 25 minutes before my name was called up in order to do my monologue. And if you want to know what my monologue was, uh, for those of you who know of or like or dislike the Netflix original series of BoJack Horseman, I did a segment of his soliloquy in season five, episode six, Free Chiro, uh, I did a portion of his eulogy to his mother. I only had 30 seconds, so I went ahead and s selected like five or six potential um, segments within that entire eulogy, and I selected on one of them, and I presented it and said it, and it felt okay. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I just, uh, I guess because it was, I didn't know it was Ford modeling. I didn't find that out until the time of the audition, but all that my agent conveyed to us prior to was that they were an agency that focuses primarily on modeling, which is fine, but again, not my interest. So I didn't really go into this audition with a whole lot of enthusiasm. But I did dress appropriately. Well, there were other people who looked like they just threw on their Saturday day clothes and sat in front of their desk and did the audition. I actually put on a three-piece suit. Because if you're, going, if you're going to audition for a role, for acting, or for modeling, you or just an interview in general, it 
blows my mind how people feel that it is appropriate to just walk in in your street clothes for an interview. An audition is essentially an interview. If I looked at, if I was an employer and someone walked into my place of establishment attempting to be one of my employees and they just threw on their cleanest, dirtiest clothes and walked in in order to talk to me for this job, you're not going to get that job. And that's exactly what some of these people did. Now, maybe they're being bold. Maybe they're being daring. Maybe they're thinking, well, here I am at my worst. Maybe we could do something with that. Have you looked at these Ford models? Do any of them look like they just throw on their cleanest, dirtiest clothes and go with it? No, these people, I described them to Queen Shelby's, my roommate, uh, it looks like each one of the Ford model men uh, talents that they have looks like a Greek sculptor just made them. They are beautiful men, and I have no problem saying that. I am not like that. I, I refuse to represent myself in plain day, everyday clothing. Hell, I went to a job interview to be a groundskeeper for a golf course in a three-piece suit. They did hire me. I only worked there for like a month, but they did hire me. That manager probably thought I was crazy. You're going for a groundskeeping job in a three-piece suit? But that is what I expect to see. That is what I feel best represents myself when I wish to advertise myself. If that's what people wish to advertise themselves in is just street clothes, we'll see how far that gets you. But I wore a three-piece suit to this audition. I wore my blue vest. I wore a blue patterned Jerry Garcia tie. I even had a blue handkerchief hanging out of my left outer chest pocket. No pocket watch just because all of mine broke, sadly. But I dressed like that because I also thought this is a modeling agency. They probably want to see people dress their best and finest. So I did. I gave them what I feel they were seeking. And if I'm wrong, so be it. Like, I'm trained. Uh, I'm, I know how to be a model. I'm trained for it, but that's not really my personality or interest. So we'll see what comes of it. If I don't get a callback, I'm not going to be hurt by it. Uh, and if I get a callback, honestly, I don't know how I'll react to it. Of course, I'll respond and do... Uh, what they would want, but um, I, I don't expect anything from it. So, that is uh, my weekly update to you. Now, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I don't have really a main topic in which to discuss, you know, like I've had previously, you know, concerning... Uh, Twitch policies, hot tub policies, the Chicago Bean. Uh, let's see, what else did we talk about? We've talked about Minecraft and um, its implementations of and benefit to psychologists and therapists. I don't have anything like that planned. And I do apologize. It's just with the job, I didn't have the time really to be able to sit down and research and try to find something of interest for us to be able to talk about, or at least for me to be able to convey to you. 
as to what I feel is appropriate and potentially needing to be discussed. So instead, I'm going to give you two short articles of different uh, takes. But one of them is something that I've talked about many times. This comes from PCGamer.com, published 15 days ago and written by a George Geminez. It is entitled, EVGA officially restocks high-end RTX 30 series GPUs at almost normal prices. So all those graphic cards that we had a shortage with, and then trucks were being hijacked, and still then a shortage continues with very inflated prices, looks like they're actually now available. So the article reads, EVGA has found itself in possession of a bunch of RTX 30 series GPUs for sale and is just selling them straight up on its website. Weird, right? There's no special waiting list, no paid subscriptions to join, looking at you, Walmart and Best Buy, or any other hoops to, ju to jump through. Just add to the cart and start playing Elden Ring. There are about a dozen or so different graphic cards, ranging from an RTX 3080 to the mighty RTX 3090 Ti. EVGA is selling them pretty close to MSRP, which is great because the ones listed here aren't cheap, though some of them are offering instant rebates. We won't list all the cards on the site, but out of the ones available here are a few standouts, including the air-cooled RTX 3080 for $919. So the ones that they list here is the... Uh, RTX 3080 FTW3 12 gig Ultra, the RTX 3080 12 gig XC3 10 gig Ultra, the 3090 F uh, 3090 FTW3 24 gig Ultra, and the 3080 Ti FTW3 12 gig. So, uh, I don't know if these prices here are relevant or have changed. They probably are, so I'm not gonna bother with that. I will just continue on with the article, which says you should note that you're allowed two per household and free standard shipping is provided for EVGA Elite members. Considering that the restock was officially announced yesterday, so 16 days ago now since the release of this podcast, it's a little surprising that none of the GPUs seem to be sold out yet. This tells us that EVGA has a healthy supply of these upper tier RTX 30 series graphics in their warehouses. We don't see any low to mid range GPUs like RTX 3050 or RTX 3070 here. These more affordable GPUs have been near impossible to find recently and we do, and when we do, they sell out quicker than their powerful and more expensive brothers. We are seeing the same stock trend in the UK, though, as we noted yesterday about a massive restock in NVIDIA RTX 30 series at various online retailers in that country. So if you are looking, and I'm sure stocks are just fine now, considering that it's two weeks later, over two weeks later, I think you can go on Newegg, you can go on uh, evidently NVIDIA, uh, EVGA's uh, website, in order to purchase them, but it looks as if stock is finally coming in for these graphic cards. And for better or for worse, the 40 series is coming out soon as well. <clears throat> Actually, before I put this topic to bed, let's see what the 4000 release date is. April 22nd. 
Oh, just release date price inspection. All right, let's see. It's widely believed that the NVIDIA RTX 4080 will arrive in September 2022. So, October or November. So, towards the end of this year, the 40 series is going to be dropped. And we will see what those prices are. We will see. And, of course, all the articles which I read or reference will be listed and available in the description below wherever you listen to this podcast apple podcasts google uh yeah apple podcasts google Podcasts, spotify even my youtube channel you'll find the article urls in the description so the last thing that i wish to talk about for this podcast because it's going to be a short podcast as i have already noted is actually about um the walking dead and I don't, I've never talked about The Walking Dead before on this podcast. And I'm into it. I'm a fan of The Walking Dead, uh, despite the television series being inaccurate of the graphic, of the comic books and the graphic novels. I guess it's just comic books, isn't it? They don't have a graphic novel. Anyway, this came out yesterday. I found it. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Makes me be able to expand upon it just a little bit as, you know, trying to be humane to actors. It is from Deadline.com. And it says, the title is, Jeffrey Dean Morgan slams toxic fans after Melissa McBride exits The Walking Dead spinoff. AMC issues similar response. This was written by Lynette Rice. Yesterday, April 29th, 2022, at 10.28 a.m. Pacific Daytime. Look at that. I got a full date and time stamp for that. That's cool. So, I will just read the article and then the updated AMC TV response. So, it says, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has a few words to say to fans who didn't like hearing the news about Melissa McBride's exit from the planned spinoff of The Walking Dead. Apparently, some of the more vocal watchers of the AMC drama placed the blame on uh, placed the blame squarely on TWD star Norman Reedus, who is set to star in the untitled spinoff. Quote, some of you have gone way too far, end quote. He, Jeffrey D. Morgan, wrote on Twitter late Thursday, quote, attacking Norm for crap he has nothing to do with? Melissa made a call that was hers alone. She wants dash needs a break. Respect that. Factors involved that are nobody's business. Norm, who's given more than anyone to you all, just shitty, end quote. McBride, who was the star who starred as Carol in the Walking Dead series since the series launch, was to appear in the so-called Carol Daryl spin-off planned for 2023. It's also set to star Norman Reedus. Uh, quote, Melissa McBride has given life to one of the most interesting, real, human, and popular characters in the Walking Dead universe. Quote, end quote, AMC said in a Startment this week. That's a typo. It should probably be statement. Quote, unfortunately, she is no longer able to participate in the previously announced spinoff focused on the Daryl Dixon and Carol Pelletier 
Pelletier, Pelletier, Pelletier characters, which will be set and filmed in Europe this summer and premiere next year. Relocating Europe to Europe became logistically untenable, untenable for Melissa at this time. We know fans will be disappointed by this news, but the Walking Dead universe continues to grow and expand in interesting ways, and we very much hope to see Carol again in the near future. End quote. The Carol Daryl spinoff is among several Walking Dead series that are currently in the works, including a New York City set spinoff revolving around Negan, Morgan, and Maggie, Lauren Cohan, as well as the planned anthology series Tales of the Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead kicked off the second part of its seventh season on April 17th. So, I read this because I think people need to understand something. And it's something that we're seeing right now with the uh, Depp and Heard lawsuit, which is currently going on, which I feel shouldn't be live streamed, but that's just one man's opinion. Something that needs to be understood <clears throat> is that actors are people. Movie stars are human, relatively human after all. And for those of you who don't know, those past two sentences are actually a quote from... My favorite year of the musical, so look that up. But it's still true. They are human. They've been... While I understand fans are disappointed, leave it at that. There is no reason to outwardly express your disappointment. You can express your disappointment, but keep it professional. Keep it understanding. These people have lives outside of their studio they have families of their own and relatives and other stresses and worries and what if they're just sick of it what if they're just done with it what if they don't want this to be the legacy that they leave behind it's one of the reasons why the big bang theory cast ended being a part of the cast they didn't want to be uh type set i believe that's what it's called typeset you know, just play the exact same role over and over again. So, yeah, typecasting, that's it. They don't. They didn't want to be typecasted, casted, which is assigning a role to an actor on the basis of his or her surface appearance or personality. And for, you know, those actors to just be nerds or what have you for a decade of their lives, does that mean that's the only parts that they're going to be cast for or those the only parts that's going to be like presented to them and i don't blame them they need to flex their range and i know that they're capable of that i mean they're set for life as a result of doing that show but i think the same thing applies here for the walking dead if they're just done with it then you need to respect that decision because that is their decision. Maybe they're tired of the production. Maybe they're getting a little too old for the production. Maybe they're just wanting to do other things or maybe they're just wanting to settle down, retire. That is entirely their right. And while fans have the right to be disappointed, for them to be toxic and to say very hateful and cruel things about the actor's decision, that's not right. Remember, they are humans, too. They have lives. They have feelings. They do read these things, and they do react accordingly. It's not easy being so known and recognized. 
Not that I have any experience with that, because I don't. But I just try to be empathetic to their situation, and I think everyone needs to be. They are people, they have emotions, they have problems, just like us. And if they need to step away, then they need to do what's best for them. So, think that about all your actors and actresses. They are people too. They have faults, they have good qualities, they have bad qualities, but the characters that we see are just characters. It is just a job. That is not who they are. And if it upsets the universe of that series, and that's unfortunate, but that's life. If you want to read the actual series for what it is, then go back to the original source. Just, it's that simple. So, please treat your actors and actresses with great care and kind. With that in mind, that's all I really wanted to say. I haven't read... I haven't read. I haven't done that either. I haven't read all The Walking Dead. I haven't watched all The Walking Dead. So, no spoilers for me. I'll get caught up eventually. It's just not going to happen for a little while. With that said, that is the podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. Apologies again that it's short and it came out on a Saturday. I'm hoping I'll be able to find some sort of time for next Friday's podcast, which will be the 7th. Oh, I'm sorry, no. Which will be the 6th. The 6th. May 6th will be the next podcast. I'm hoping I'll have something a little more substantial to be able to talk to you all about. But as of right now, we're going to keep it at that. Like I said previously, the podcast, you can email, send me articles of interest, topics of interest, just say hello, do all that at fsofpodcast at gmail.com. In addition to that, uh, this podcast is found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And if you feel that my voice can aid you in one of your vocal projects that you are needing check out my personal website padorstudios.com p-a-d-o-u-r studios.com sign up for a free one-hour consultation to discuss your project let me be your voice and uh keep practicing keep practicing moving forward maintaining a more positive outlook on life as i am trying to do myself always 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 And just take care of yourself, okay? Get a good night's sleep. That's step number one. Get a good night's sleep and remember to make your bed. Okay? Thank you all for listening. I will see you next Friday. Uh, And until then, au revoir.